silver boulder saved my life. NBB recaps. Recaps. Let's see. Come on, everybody. Recaps. What's up, alien clones? Welcome back to the Unclothed Sisters podcast, or welcome to the Unclothed Sisters podcast. If you're new, my name is Mary. My name is Siobhan. And my name is Natalie. And today we are recapping the iconic, they're all iconic, episode Everybody's Cried and Least the Once. <laughs> and we're doing it. From the new homestead here at the Siobhan store. Yes, Siobhan suddenly has lighting in her videos. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that natural light. <laughs> all my, okay, what if I told you that all of my blinds are actually shut and I'm going to put in blackout curtains? Siobhan Rose. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't, I have an all white bedroom and I, this is way too much for me. <laughs> I mean, Siobhan's I have this like, going on. I have this going on right off. now. Oh my god. I have, because I live with a child now, I'm going to have the gothest room in the house. Oh my god. Okay, well, I'm trying to think if there's anything I want to say before we just dive headfirst into this. Um, this episode was sponsored by Motorola Razor. That's what I want to say. It really was. <laughs> it was really fucking sponsored by by Elo Moto. Oh my god. Also, like, the, do you think... The budget was spent on the phone case <laughs> for this episode and Nat's Beatles shirts. And um, mixing um, boys rule, girls rule for the ringtone. Don't forget the infinity on high poster in the Nat and Alex apartment bedroom. Hey, emo boy. Hey, emo boy. Don't sing the rest of that song. I'll die. No, I will. <laughs> <laughs> that was a noise. That was like an undignified horse noise. That's just like, my life like at this point. <laughs> Okay, name one dignified horse noise. <laughs> hmm, true. Dare you to make a dignified horse noise. So, so okay, that was beautiful. Oh, thank you. Um, here's here's what I want to say. As the Unclothed out, Horse Girl podcast. That is not what this is. Welcome back um, to Rodeo Disney. Rodeo Horses podcast. Yeah, that's... Because I guess we um, are at a rodeo and there's horses. Wow, I put that together really late. Sorry, guys. Um, so good job. Here, I have a bachelor's degree. So here is what I want to say before we hit the ground running on this episode. For like two or three episodes now, Siobhan has said the words, "This is my favorite quote in the whole series." And you. so I just want to say that you gotta pick a lane, Siobhan. Why are we coming for my fucking swag, dude? My swag? What the swag? Did you why are we coming about me? for my fucking neck about lines? And well, it's because here's the thing. It's not because I like am coming for you. It's because I want to know what your favorite quote is. Okay, so what were my what were my favorite quotes that I had? Like my favorite quotes? Oh yeah, baby, me first, and being grabbed in an awkward area, and then like it was you just texted us. Oh, like when did Jesse have a baby? Uh, today? Or, Kasim, get off the phone, you said. Oh. My favorite quote. Yeah. So, Siobhan, pick a lane. Okay, so, Kasim, get off the phone is my favorite quote from this episode. But my favorite... Okay, we all know what my favorite quote from the entirety of the series is. We all know what it is. No, we don't. That's the whole problem. What is it? 
I'll give you a hint. Uh, Nat and Alex followed me on TikTok because of it. Oh, is it inappropriate? Means see boobies. boobies. I got it yeah, now. That's what it is. Um, gotcha. Uh, 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 but of the show, Nat, shut up, you punk. <laughs> no, that's not. Ten that. more bucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's mine. You can't that's pick one. Good. I think I think it is. Oh yeah, baby, me first because I say that all the fucking time. <laughs> or it's uh, or it's um, Nat, speak to you in, in private because I Dude, say that to my sister all the you time. You got peanut butter all over your face. Yeah, I say that all the time because this. Dude, you need to start saying that to Remo. My baby, can we do a Remo check before I read my synopsis? Really um, can I do a check on myself because I'm doing like. I, because I'm dressed like a dyke today, I'm doing dyke hand gestures. Remo check. Remo check. I love Ayo, them. Remo check. Ayo. Remo, do you want to go bed on tour check. with me? Do you want to go on tour? Ayo. Piss on the bed check. He can't go on tour because he can't walk. He can't walk. He can't fucking he control can't. My bowel poor baby. Movement. Yeah, he poops on the floor, and we poop in the bed, and we poop on the yard. We poop on the couch. When you said we poop in the bed, my instant fucking first thought was of Sallow, and I'm sorry. One time he pooped in the couch. He's old. All right, so <laughs> now that we got that out of the way, are we ready? Yes, I'm ready. Read the synopsis. All right, so the Naked Brothers Band are going on tour in four days, and apparently everyone forgot what tours are like since the last time. <laughs> Amidst all the packing and planning, Sonny mourns his recent breakup with Crazy Betty. The boys help Sonny realize his coping skill potential and encourage him to do all the things that Betty restricted him from doing. Betty can eat shit. Meanwhile, Rosalina is worried about seeing her dad before the tour send-off because he's getting divorced for the fourth time. David also must find a way to sneak E.T. on the tour bus, while Thomas comes up with the idea for self-washing underwear, which I don't know which is more disgusting, Thomas fathoming such a thing, or Kasim believing it works and wearing the same underwear for three days? These synopses are getting weirder and weirder every time, so stay tuned to tonight's episode to see if anyone finds any sanity or clarity. We won't. We fucking won't. All right. We fucking won't. Let's hit it. All right. So we begin our episode, like many episodes, in Nat and Alex Wolf's fictionalized bedroom, and they're packing for tour. And this is where the Fallout Boy Infinity on High Boy poster Infin- is in the background. And I mean, planning. takes over, breaks over was for infinity on high. That is a correct statement. Baby, season change for people. I love that and song. I'll always be waiting in the back of room. I, I can't tell if I went song. through a fallout boy phase organically or if it was just because Alex Wolf had one and I wanted it was to like him. Because I had a fallout boy phase. Or that. I can't even be my own person anymore. I'm just a mixture of Siobhan and Alex Wolf, I guess. Um, I, my goal in life is to either assimilate as one or the other girl, Nat, or girl, Alex. I'm leaning more towards girl, Alex, I feel. No, I think we're both girl, Alex, in a I'm, way. No! In a way, Nat, in a way. In a, in a way, Nat, in so, a way. Nat and Alex are packing for tour, which is in only four days. Nat is packing like a good little boy, and Alex 
is laying there cuddling a dog not doing anything and Nat's like dude are you gonna pack and he's like no I'm nine four days is I have like a... forever which like here's the thing yeah four days is like forever to a nine-year-old but also learn to fucking pack because otherwise you're gonna become like me and you're gonna be a depressed piece of shit and you're not gonna know how to pack to fucking move and Nat is wondering if some choice items should be packed or not. And the first one he asks is, should I bring my baseball cards? No. Like, like, no. What are you going to do? No, you fucking shouldn't. Like, those are worth a lot of money and they're going to get fucking stolen. What are you going to do with your baseball cards on tour? Like, get annoyed that Look you don't have them? enough room in your bag for them? Like, leave them. Like, the, how many children are in the Naked Brothers Band? I'm counting. There's six of them six. and Cooper. That's there's seven. So there's like seven kids and Tuffy and Jesse sharing this bus. Like, is there room for Nat's baseball card collection? I don't think so. Obviously, there is room. There's so much room. Then, so much room. Well, so they're still they're they're deciding what to pack and what not to pack. And Nat asks about Mr. Pancake. His I, is it a bear? A stuffed? It's a stuffed animal of sorts. It looks like a bear. I am doing the fucking renegade to Mr. Pancake. <laughs> so one of my first cell phones in the world was a pink Motorola razor. I had gotten a pink Motorola razor and then I had like a green like pebble phone also. Both of those phones were named Mr. Pancake because of this episode. I don't know fucking why I wanted to associate them so hard with this fucking show. And the thing is, I also wanted something that nobody would fucking like be like, what is that a reference from? That is you know a little too obscure because i used to name everything as a child i used to name every fucking cell phone that i had for some reason all of my inanimate objects are named all my guitars are named like um so naturally my phone got named and i named it mr pancake which we will see a lot more motorola razors in this in this particular episode brought to you by motorola razor i really hope that motorola gave them a nice payout I hope deal. so too. I hope so too. Let me paint a picture for you. It is 2007. No, wait, eight. It's 2008. <sighs> I have stripy maroon and blonde highlights. I am carrying around a cell phone named Mr. Pancake. Uh, it is a Motorola Razor. It is pink. Uh, what is the ringtone of this cell phone? Uh, Paper Planes by MIA. Uh, I want to shop at Hollister all the time and I get bullied in middle school. Rare aesthetic. <laughs> rare aesthetic you want to know what my ringtone was in 2009 on my samsung solstice what was it i didn't want to let you go but baby it was wrong and right um i love that you made that into a uh ringtone i don't even know what kind of phone it was but it was like around the same time that siobhan had her razor i had a, a flip phone and my ringtone was low should have got low, oh. low, low, low. That like, and my mom was so mad at me for having that as my ringtone, and I would like change it back, and then when she wasn't looking, change it to that. And it's not like anyone other... fucking called me. Like I was two. Like why are? <laughs> Who's gonna call me? My, my mom. <laughs> my other favorite thing from that era was, I, and I've mentioned, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast a few times, just because like we talk about fucking like mid two K all the time, is uh being able to buy fucking ringtones out of teen magazines yep. by texting mm-hmm. a certain number, and then like running up my mom's fucking credit card by doing it yep yep mm-hmm. or when siobhan nice. realized she could watch youtube videos and <laughs> on her cell phone and didn't realize that it would cost our parents hundreds of dollars 
yeah the internet back when- oversell was like so expensive <gasps> so back expensive. then i think i ran up a thousand dollar cell phone bill watching fucking youtube videos and you know what a lot of those videos probably were they were probably natalina video <laughs> It was, it was, um, it was the Rosalina, um, edit with Extraordinary by Liz Fair. Yeah. (laughs) Mary, God, I wish I had that to show you. I really wish I could show you that because you would have, like, I wish I could play that at your Honestly, you should just remake it. (laughs) Just make another. I spent all day over the summer one day because I couldn't download unregistered Hypercam or whatever. I couldn't download that. And I didn't have any like video downloading software. So I sat there with my fucking like video camera pointed at the fucking monitor, trying to record the highest quality MDB clips I possibly could from the Team Nick website. Mary, you don't understand. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. Because I used to record all the NBV songs onto my digital um, digital tape recorder. And it was on like that Nickelodeon streaming site that I cannot remember. It was like a subset of like Nick podcast, but it was like that site for it that had like the video clips. And I cannot remember what the name of that website was. Speaking, but... speaking of Nick podcast, there was a podcast for the Naked Brothers band. There was a, a precursor to this podcast. There was a recap podcast that this one kid had. It was this like younger dude who was like our age um at the time or no he was a couple years older than us but he ran an nbb recap podcast at at the time of the show's premiere i remember he got all the way up to fishing for love there's there's evidence of this only by a photograph of the album artwork existing find this man find this let's get him Um, on the podcast you mean to tell me that we are not the we are not the pioneers we are not the santas of the polar bears we are we are not the fucking we're not no, the Santas we are Chris, of the NBB fandom. No, we are not the Santas of the NBB podcast fucking uh trend. Unfortunately, we are the Christopher Columbuses of this trend. We fucking t- got on this territory and thought that we discovered it. I hate it here. I fucking hate I can't, it here. I I how have I not told you this already? How am I supposed to go on? And here's how I do, I got to tell you, I specifically, the thing that I very much remember from this particular podcast, I don't know if I mentioned in our Fishing for Love episode, but uh, in the Fishing for Love episode that this particular guy did, he kept calling Cooper Connor. And he mentioned... (laughs) Wait, have I told you guys that Remo's name was Cooper when we adopted him from the Humane Society? You did. Remo, I'm going to start telling him, please sit down, Mr. Pella. (laughs) He will not respond to that. As he's perpetually um, sitting down. Well, and, and, and that. He can't sit anymore. <laughs> and this dude also pointed out the gayness of the coop you're fogging up, man. He also noticed it. Thanks, dude. Thanks, dude. Who's this you know, guy? I love Can we Nat have him X on the Connor. podcast? That's what I just Nat, said. Nat X Connor. Ooh, baby. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Well, oh, right. yeah. Me first. So. Uh, not us. Uh, that guy was like, oh, yeah, baby. Me first. MVV podcast. Oh, yeah, baby. Me first. Me first. This guy's coming for our whole career. What, <laughs> what happens next in this episode? Um. Well, and the, the last thing I have before the theme song, which we still aren't there yet, is um. God, we suck. Alex telling Nat to pack his posters <laughs> and his Beatles CDs. Like, clearly this kid has his priorities in check. Um, 
I love it. I absolutely love it. I can understand the CDs. Like if you, if I completely understand the Beatles CDs because we you're, you have just... like an archaic car vehicle like me that actually still has a CD player. I really like... don't think. I don't think that Tuffy had Sirius XM in the fucking van. <laughs> if he <laughs> did, <laughs> well, what, when was this tour supposed to take place? Like two thousand nine. Eight. Joanna so, has this way. Joanna has a fucking the... sweater, and it says 2007. Because I thought I thought the bus said 2007, but I was like, it's not 2007. Is this I thought the like... bus said 2008. I'm trying to look. I think it says on the back. Yeah. The bus says 2007. That's what really? I thought. Huh. It, we see it in polar bears. Huh. What do you know? Well, um, there was no serious XM in 2007, or if there was, you're just too bougie. Why are you listening to this podcast? So, What would they um, be playing in 2007? If you kiss me through the phone by Soldier Boy. Yeah. Oh my god. I literally have a playlist on my fucking Spotify called Bedazzled Pink iPod Nano that my sister hid in a puzzle box. And it's all the fucking songs that me and Matt used to listen during that era. <laughs> Do we know I about the that. hiding of the iPod? I need that playlist. Oh, we know about the hiding of the iPod. One re- Do you want to know the reason why I wanted that iPod back, Natalie? Because hmm. you have your Natalie can- edit on it? No, it did not have a net. I never shipped Natalina, you guys. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I made an anti-Natalina video and I will tell you what it was later. You'll tell us what it was now. (laughs) Anti-Natalina edits still exist to this day. I saw one on TikTok and it was like me when I was eight and it was just pictures of Rosalina and it went, we don't give a fuck about no bitch. We don't give a fuck. And I was like, damn! This person knew exactly what they were doing. Oh, I've seen that TikTok. But no, uh, I wanted my iPod Nano back because I wanted my songs. Also, because back in the day with an iPod Nano, and I'm not talking about the ones that you could like flip and like the ones you could shake. I'm talking about the ones that like, oh, like the original iPod Nanos that had the screens like, the screens like this instead of the screens like this. Um, You could upload photos and videos to them. I had all my pictures of Nat Wolf on this iPod now. <laughs> and I hid it in a Bratz doll puzzle box <laughs> and forgot where it was because I was mad at my sister and we didn't see you it for were, like nine were fucking mad. months. And let me tell you this. Let me tell you this, okay? So <laughs> we're going to derail for a second. <laughs> Siobhan. <laughs> okay, so Siobhan and I went to a Catholic school up until I was like 11 or 12 and Siobhan was like 14. I literally went to confession and confessed to the priest that I lost my sister's iPod. I was like, I lost my sister's iPod. I'm really sorry. You told a fucking priest before you told your sister where your iPod was. I didn't know what to do. And then, the, and then the priest was like, what was on her iPod? And you're like, pictures of that one. And the priest is like, the priest is like, this bitch is fucking demented. So, I was, I was sorry, just not to you, to God. <laughs> okay, we will get back to edits and pictures and iPods later. Maybe we should talk about the episode. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so we're 
the we're in the kitchen. The, le- the next thing I wrote is kitchen sadness. Mr. Wolf <laughs> is moping on the purple couch. Nat is scrambling some eggs. Alex is throwing toast at the ceiling, I guess, because <laughs> Mr. Wolf doesn't want any because it reminds him of Betty. And Mr. Wolf is just like dying inside because Betty's gone. I haven't been there. Yes. Um, and Nat and Alex are like, how about this? How about this to cheer you up? How about the accordion? How about some... How about toenail clippers? How about some toenail clippings? I mean, clippers. And and Sunny's like, no, I'm going to cry and be a little bitch about it. simping, okay? He was simping. Mr. Wolf was simping, I guess. Yeah, he was. Nat and Alex are trying to decide whether or not they're going to take their dog on tour, which also, like... There's like 45 people on this bus. Where is their yes, room let's for bring their tubby-ass dog. Two dogs on this tour bus. I don't know, man. Um, But they're like, maybe we should just leave the dog for dad. Because dad's, like, sad and stuff. And so they're like, dad... Good idea. We're going to leave you the dog. And he's like, but Betty hated that dog. And they're like, great, here's great. the dog. <laughs> here's the fucking dog. And then they get him to start thinking about all the other shit that Betty hated so that he can do all that shit and start to feel better and graduate to the things that he likes to do, a.k.a. (laughs) positive coping mechanisms. We're doing them. Um, Next, they're at rehearsal. Um, Mm -hmm. They are rehearsing. Everybody's cried at least once. And on the projector is their baby pictures, which is super cute. And we found out that David cried a lot when he was a baby. Uh, yeah, I was very surprised to see the fucking crying of David Julian. I I couldn't handle these pictures. They were just so cute. They're so cute. But, like, <laughs> when I was watching it today, and I, like, haven't watched this episode in a very long time, um, and the first baby picture came on, and I didn't realize that it was, you know, the montage of all the old baby pictures, because my brain is, you know doing other stuff for the last 15 years before I watched this episode and I just saw one crying baby and I was like why is this what they picked as the background and then it panned to another one and I was like oh that's them I was like this is weird (laughs) and then I figured it out good brain go me and wing fucking returns fucking wing he's back again with his palette I have notes about this (sighs) What are your notes about this? We need to fucking address the fucking racism with this character and with the fucking director. Yep. We, the thing is, I don't know how, I I can't go deep into like what it all means and like what the actual stereotypes being present here are because the thing is, I am not Romani. Um, I am. I do not know what a Jewish person's relationship to a Romani person is, other than they were very similarly, like, persecuted, very similarly uh, targeted uh, by genocide, um, very similarly, you know, like, you know, anti-Romani, anti-Semitism, they have very similar roots. It's just not fucking it. And I, like, this, his little freak out was so fucking cringe. Totally. Um, 
really fucking cringe and I was so I have to address this because I was so fucking uncomfortable with it the entire time and I was like okay I mean I don't remember who the actor is uh I should have like taken the time to go look this up my apologies that I did not I just was not fucking it having this like I fucking forgot how like here's how gross this got in this episode just quick wanted to address that that was fucking gross and didn't age well and i'm not vibing <laughs> anyway yeah well and also um the like the way that they always referred to like the way he talks is like oh well i speak crazy person it's like yeah what is going on here um literally what is going on kind of just like i don't even know how to really dissect this without just cringing the whole time um <laughs> um yeah. but wing loses it i guess he has some weird he loses it because he is not doing feng shui correctly i guess which like what and so thomas says since wing is losing it can we have a break and it's just like what is going on but they decide to have a break to talk about like contingency planning for tour <laughs> And so they, they like go into this back room and they're like talking about the game plan. Like they're about to take the field after the halftime break at a football game. And Cooper is like passing out like the packing lists and all this stuff. And Cooper's phone rings. And what Cooper's ringtone is crazy, crazy car. car. Right. He's very cute and very dedicated. Very adorable. And his phone rings and he's like, hello. And guess who it is? It's fucking Kasim. And he's like, um, cell phones aren't on the packing list and cooper's like you can bring your phone dude and he's like great and this mind you kasim has a glittery gold motorola razor it's i love it i out. absolutely fucking love it <laughs> i remember seeing it as a kid and being like where did where did he get that i want that and then Jesse, bimbo of the year, raises her hand and is like, "Me, um, bimbo of the year." I don't see a foreign language dictionary on the packing list. And Cooper's like, "Why would one need a foreign language dictionary?" And she goes, "Hello," referring to the map. Thirteen different countries. <laughs> to which Nat gives this is not a foreign country. That's like their cities, and they're in America. I can confirm that we do speak English in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. In case you were wondering. Minneapolis in America? She's like, that's what the sounds so foreign. That's that's the name of the episode is Minneapolis is in America. Yeah. I know it's really hard to remember, but it is. Um, After we're done doing bimbo shit, then Rosalina's like, wait, we're leaving at three? My dad's not going to be able to see me off. He's doing something. And they're like, is your dad at work? And she's like, well, no, he's getting divorced again for the fourth time. And Kasim In, my, in my head, I can hear, in my head, I can hear Owen Rogers saying, again? Freaking again? Freaking again? Oh my God. <laughs> Every Monday in my brain, I'm like, it's a Monday. <laughs> I just watched that video recently. Mary, do you know, that, like, you know that video? A little bit of no. serotonin. The um, ghost in the stalls video. Instead of Ghost in the Shell, it's Ghost in the Stalls. We'll send it to you if you haven't yes, seen that video. Oh my god, Mary. Comedy. Yes, do it. That was like the what peak was the name of, of that like... Sm- 
2014 humor was it called yeah. balloon shop or what was the name of the fucking like production company it might have been balloon i am enjoying a treat derek god damn that shit was it was it so can we talk about the fact that rosalina's ringtone is beautiful eyes but we still still are like does she like me i don't know i told fucking polar bears we've still got like three episodes (laughs) we still got half a season to go (laughs) well and like this is way jumping ahead of ourselves but like at the end of the episode when she like puts her head on nat's shoulder at the tour bus and they drove they drive away and it's like are we not gonna talk about this (laughs) oh babe oh queen let me just comfort you while your parents are getting divorced literally and he's literally just stroking her hair and i'm just like why why did you open the wound with those words for me (laughs) baby let me comfort you while your parents divorce like okay okay i opened the wound (laughs) and And it's funny because we thought we were in the clear and then a year later our parents got fucking divorced fuck (laughs) your parents either bought you a wee or your parents are still together are your parents still together, Mary? Yep. And have I you don't ever? Have a never, <laughs> and they never. Yeah, that's the thing. See, well, let's move on, shall we? Let's talk about Tom. The Naked Brothers Band. Band. Okay. So, <gasps> Kasim calls Rosalina in the same room and is like, "Your dad's gotten divorced four times." And what does everyone say? Kasim, get off the phone. Which is that was great. I which that's is gonna line up so well. I say to Kasim all the dang time. I'll say, I'll either say Kasim, get off the phone, or I'll send him a voice memo and I'll say, Kasim, get on the phone. If he's not like answering my messages. <laughs> oh my god! So everyone's leaving practice next, and Nat and Rosalina leave first. And um, he's, like, trying to console her about her dad or whatever. And she's being closed off. I don't exactly remember what happens there. Um, but wait, hold on. Let's just let's just talk about the character development for Rosalina here. She's let's. like, she's like, yeah, when it comes to my dad, like, can't really expect much, like, blah, blah, blah. Indicating that he's disappointed her many, many times before. Mm-hmm. And, like... We could have explored that, but we didn't. She just walked off a frame, and that was it. And then all of a sudden, it was about Thomas and Kasim and the self-washing underwear. Fucking underwear. God. So, so Rosalina's character is underdeveloped, and we're all sad. And then... (laughs) Thomas walks out. Kasim calls him from five paces behind him. And you already know what the ringtone is. You the already boys fucking drill. know. Mm-hmm. The, yep, the best song ever. And what does Kasim even call him for? He's like, does he call him to ask why his name is on his underwear? Yeah, he yes. says, why is your name on your underwear? And he's like, uh, Thomas B. Creations? Ever heard of it? <laughs> ever heard of it, bitch? Thomas Patuello invented Y2K fashion. She right. When you order I Love Milk clothing line off of Wish.com, you get Thomas B. Creation. 
No, but you know what I'm picturing? Okay, you know what I'm picturing? I'm, pre- I'm picturing a pair of Supreme boxers because like all, all the gay bitches wear Supreme boxers and we wear them above our fucking pant line. And I'm picturing in the Supreme logo, it just says Thomas B. Green. <laughs> I'm going to make this. This will be my next edit. <laughs> Oh it's gonna be really God. shitty i'm gonna make it in like microsoft paint but it's no gonna no, no. hold on i'm gonna find you a photograph right now hold on picture if you will dig if you will a picture of supreme boxers that say thomas b creations yeah i love this song <laughs> i mean prince did write it he did fucking write that he wrote thomas us. b creations and he did kasim is like okay what's why are why do you have a clothing line and thomas is like well they're self-cleaning underwear which like every kid's dream this which, is like, not no every kid's i dream. like no because i'm not a dirty bitch and i did clean my clothing like okay this makes me wonder like do boys not like to put on clean underwear is that not a, a fulfilling sensation for you because like and at that age he's not like doing his own laundry so why does he give a shit <laughs> I don't understand. Clean underwear is awesome. Let's he's a twelve-year-old boy doesn't do his own laundry, and he's let's the cellist wear... of the biggest rock band in the entire world. He does not Enjoy do his own laundry. Dirty laundry by Bittersweet plays in the background. Anyway, <laughs> sir, you have somebody doing your fucking laundry for you. Probably your mother. Probably I, we find out later she is the one who discovered Thomas B. Creations. Clearly. So enjoy not doing it while it lasts. Kasim is convinced that Thomas B. Creations exists. And this is also where we hear from Cooper that um, the dogs will not be allowed on the tour bus. Fuck. And David is flipping shit because he's like, how am I going to leave E.T. here? My mom hates her and like E.T. is going to have separation anxiety. What am I going to do? And um, that's kind of the end of that scene. And we cut to back at the wolf apartment sunny is watching george lopez in golf attire eating jalapeno peppers and erasers um <laughs> and that now let's get home and they're like Summer hey, vibes. vibe check and he's like i'm doing all the shit that betty hates um and they're like, Betty can't hate Rosalina. Not Rosalina. Oh, my God. Betty, I mean, <laughs> Betty she might... hated Rosalina. Specifically. Betty, I don't know why I was going to say Rosalina because I meant to say George Lopez. Betty was Same a thing. Rosalina. She was a Natalina anti, I swear. <gasps> I Same can't thing. Speak. Except Alex's kiddies are fine. <laughs> Alex's kiddies are fine. That's Stop one of my favorites. That's one of my favorites. That one lives in hey, my Hey, Rosalina, check out these parts. That too, and also, um, I'm too busy reading War and Peace and wearing deodorant. I like war. And, oh you know, shit! Did peace. we did we completely forget the fact that Thomas is wearing a fucking hat that says "Property Property of Psycho Ward"? I didn't even see that. <laughs> I couldn't tell what his hat said. Is he really wearing that? Uh, cause same, I guess. Oh, <laughs> when you're the hottest girl with the psych ward. <laughs> Thomas B. Creations. Thomas B. Creations. So they're watching George Lopez and Nat and Alex are like, there's no way that Betty hates George Lopez, right? And Sonny's like, Jorge Lopez. Yeah, she does because she knew this kid whose name was Jorge Lopez. 
when she was a kid and he would annoy her and eat erasers. And so now I'm watching George Lopez and eating erasers because I got to stay on brand. And they're like, okay, whatever. And he's also like, look, I'm also eating a jalapeno pepper and he picks it up, but it's red. And so I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. So that happens too. And he offers the boys erasers to eat and starts eating an eraser. And that's just right where the scene ends. Cause that's television and we move on we see david and thomas scheming about how to get et on the tour bus and kasim rides up on his fucking razor scooter and he's like thomas can you put me down for one pair of self-cleaning underwear (laughs) and he's like yeah uh uh-huh i'll put you down for one and david's like what the fuck are you doing dude (laughs) and (laughs) he like tries to like keep the lie up and be like yeah i'm opening my own clothing line (laughs) see and david sees it and he goes your mom wrote that didn't she (laughs) so you wouldn't lose your underwear on the tour (laughs) i mean yeah that's kind of all that happens in that bit of them scheming and we get to go back to the wolf apartment and now are getting ready for bed and they're making kissy face with lucky and they're doing kissy monster that's what we call it when me and lee kiss remo's cheeks on either side of his head at the same time and he can't get away it's kissy monster (laughs) (laughs) and um nat's like alex can i sleep in your bed tonight because i packed mr pancake and like that is siobhan a thousand percent like siobhan tried to crawl into bed with me so many times there was one time this bitch it was like two in the morning and she was like nat i can't sleep can i come sleep with you and i'm like fine she went to the kitchen and got a popsicle <laughs> brought the popsicle <laughs> to my room laid down don't in my bed. i don't remember that fell asleep before she finished the popsicle and left like a pile of popsicle residue juice just melted into my bed sheets and i was like okay now siobhan's in my bed and there's popsicle sheets and I and I had to like get up and I was like I don't know what I'm gonna do. What fucking year was this? I don't know. I think I was probably in like eighth grade. And the next Not scene, today. everyone's getting ready to go load up the tour bus, and Nat and Alex are walking but with Sunny. Sunny. He's fucking bawling. He's bawling and ball so hard, my motherfucking eyes came out. They are trying to tell their dad about how it's going to be great and he's going to do all the stuff that Betty hated while they're gone and whatever and they run into George Lopez none other than it's George Lopez just running into George Lopez and he's like I'm performing at what does he say Radio City tonight and like it seems like just yesterday I was little Jorge Lopez eating erasers in kindergarten or whatever and they're like wow how convenient for you to mention excuse me bitch such a specific incident to mention yeah, and they're like, you're Jorge Lopez from Betty's story? And he's like, you mean crazy Betty? I still have nightmares about this chick. And they start, like, broing out because everyone hates Betty. And they're like, we're going to go on tour, but you should hang out with our dad. <laughs> and he's like, well, do you like blah, blah, blah? Do you Spicy like this? Food? Do you like that? Do you like golf? Do you like, oh, God, what was the other thing? He loves erasers! No, I was going to say, do you like accordion camp? Because, and then he starts crying. And he starts crying hard here. It's like, like a goat screaming. Like, it's some loud crying here. (laughs) Then he's like, George Lopez is like, well, 
I know how to, I, and I think he's supposed to say lift the curse, but my Amazon Prime subtitles kept saying lick the curse. Yeah, it sounds like lick the curse. So, like, I don't know if they're licking the curse or if we're lifting the curse, but according to Amazon Prime, we're licking the curse. Lick and the so, curse, lick the curse, lick the curse. So, like, I are yeah. gonna put the cricket curse on Betty. Cricket curse, cricket curse, cricket curse, cricket curse. Elbows, elbows. God, cricket I cannot curse, wait cricket curse. to do I polar bears. Wait. I know. wait to do polar bears. Holy I know. Shit. I fucking know. So, we finally get to the tour send-off, okay? And it's like, everyone and their moms and their dads are there, and everyone's like hugging and kissing goodbye. And they see the tour bus as if they've never seen it before. And it's like, didn't they tour like in the movie and stuff? Like, no, I, I think know. they like revamped it because remember what it looked like before in season one? It was like purple, like the bus that they took to the beach. Oh, I guess that is true. Yeah, so they like gave it like a makeover, <laughs> Got a new I guess. paint job for the new summer tour. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. It's the summer tour 2007. And they're just yes. like losing it over so this. So they're all like, "Holy shit!" And Holy let's shit. let's talk about this is where this is where things get really interesting because here is the lovely cameo from Kasim's family. Yes. Oh my god. Here we got Tony C. Wright. Here we got Khalil Middleton. In which Tony C. Wright sang "Long Distance" for me and the Weeb on my podcast. It was incredible. That's right. Fuck. I died. I'm going to go listen to that episode later because I love that episode. Mm-hmm. You really, oh my God, it's a journey. And I was like serving diva vocals. I mean, it was just, I, like, I just want a full version of Long Distance by Tony. It was good. It was yes. good. We need it. And she's fucking incredible, dude. Like, okay, but imagine a duet between her and Rozzy. Stop. Right? That would be a religious experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but she's singing long distance and Kasim and Khalil are just like, mom, 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 mom. And it goes on for like two fucking minutes. As everyone's staring and she's just like, and she calls Kasim see me. She does. She calls him see me. I was I like, didn't what even is this? That. Yeah. So I only caught it because of the subtitles. And I saw it and they spelled it S-I-M-E-Y. And I was like, what's Simi? And then she said see me. And I was like. See <laughs> me. That's funny. And like, I just have to say that like, I really can't believe the fact that they're going on tour with the only adult supervision being Tuffy and Jesse. Like. Yeah. <laughs> And like Cooper. Yeah, Cooper's the most adult out of all of them. But it's fine. Oh, God. Um, oh and the adorable little um, line from Khalil. Can I use your stuff when you're gone? And then he just hands the phone away. Doesn't even ask for, you know, wait for the response. The oldest, <laughs> the oldest seven-year-old on planet Earth. <laughs> True. And, oh my God, what else happens? They're trying to... Um, Oh yeah, they're trying to sneak E.T. on the bus and Jesse and David roll up and Jesse has what appears to be an infant with dog legs strapped to her chest. I and then so here's David's mom. <laughs> me, like me fucking faking having a child for another fourteen hundred dollar stimulus check. <laughs> so here's David's mom and she's like, Where have you been, young man? Oh, I was with Jesse. She forgot her baby. When did Jesse have a baby? 
uh, today. And she's like, mm-hmm. And, and they just walk on the bus. And Tuffy's like, what is this? Bruh. She's like, that's my baby. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm not too young to have a baby, Tuffy. And he, t- he lifts up the blanket and sees E.T.'s little face. And he's like, no dogs on my tour bus. Okay, but can we, okay. Out of context, NBB. I'm not sure you're going to have a baby, Tuffy. Juno, 2007. <laughs> the secret life of the American teenager. <laughs> oh my god. And when Tuffy says that he um, won't allow dogs on the bus, Kasim calls him just to tell him, I'm taking you off my favorites. Kasim! Kasim, get off the Oh. So, David starts crying. He does, and it's so cute, and my heart dies. And I um, love David so much. And Rosalina's dad isn't fucking showing up, so Rosalina goes inside to cry dramatically out the window. And we get the montage and- of the song. Now, I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast before, but maybe I've just talked about it with you two, but... What the fuck does a conflict with my life is the beginning mean? It means it, um, literally, tra- <laughs> it literally translates to it all started when I was born. It was downhill <laughs> from there. Because, like, that's what I thought. And I was just like, every time I hear that, I'm like, that is so fucking morbid. Like, what the fuck? You're 11. Shut up. Like, okay, but you like, know what? he has sung similarly morbid things as an 11 year old. Well, I know. Yeah, but catch that up one... with the end. People race towards death and nobody sees the beauty of life. That's my catch-up with the end. My dude was fucking depressed from a young age. I don't blame him. I was, too. Beep. Beep. Oh, my God. So we get the song montage. David is just, like, so sad about E.T. possibly getting left behind. And his mom is just being a jackass about it. She's like, the second you leave, she's going into a kennel and... Yeah, his mom is such a bitch for no fucking reason. And Sonny's like, I I didn't take care of the dog while you're gone. And David's like, she sleeps with me every night. She's going to be so sad. And he starts crying and he just cries through the whole song montage. And I die inside a little bit. Um, And then Tuffy's like, okay, people go say bye to your parents. Um, Everyone goes say bye to their parents. And that, but like Rosalina's dad, like is not showing up. And so then they all like get on the bus and then David hands the leash off to his mom. And then Tuffy's like, well, I don't have a rule against pigs. So take your fine looking pig and let's hit the road. The pig, which this is a precursor to County Fair. It really is. She's a French bull pig. Yeah. A French bull pig. God, I... I can't wait for the County Fair episode either because that's, that's one of my like, favorites. I know it's one of your favorites. It should have been my Tumblr username, French Bullpig. Yeah, it really should have. Frenchbullpig.tumblr.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're about. French Bullpig. They are about <laughs> to drive off, and then Rosalina's dad comes bolting down the street and bangs on the window and is like, I need to speak to Rosalina. I'm her dad. Which is the moment in which, when I watched this episode with Zaylon, he says, and I quote, Rosalina's Asian? Now, for context, my... He's, your boyfriend's Asian. My, yeah, my fiance is a quarter Thai. 
So like for her, for him to have this representation was very exciting for him. However, he did not realize Rosalina was Asian until this point. We had watched all of season one by then. He missed the part in the movie the where movie she spoke Korean, Korean and insulted. Yes. He missed all of that. <laughs> we missed in it. one ear, out the other. But anyway, so that was, but like, that was a very long. exciting moment for him. When when Rosalina like pulls up and she's like, Dad! And she like runs and hugs him. Like I teared up a little bit. And then, then like, the chorus cool. just goes, like, full-fledged, like, everybody's crying at least once. It's, like, practically, like, a gospel choir. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're like, we raising both hands up in worship. It's like, everybody's crying once. Like, it's an altar call moment. And so, yeah. Cry so... night, but it's just the sad NBB songs. <laughs> Cry night, but it's just eventually... And so Bitch. Rosalina gets back into the tour bus and she's like, I think it's going to be a good tour in which Nat cuddles her little head, strokes her hair. Platonically, of course. Parallels. We need the cinematic parallel between that and the Fishing for Love sequence. Yep. Because like, I was looking at you when you was looking at me. And I was thinking, go to Marcus, go to Marcus. <laughs> And then the Mary, bus. Have we like, have we fucking sang this around you yet? This I Natalie and I so. know like all. Hold the on, words wait. The episode is so video. close to being over. Hold on. I know. Okay, fine. The bus pulls away, and it says "Summer Tour 2007," and that's the end of the episode. What did I tell you? And before you know it, we are there. And credits. Let's go. Top of the world, it seems. Mm. Go another summer bang. tour. So, what did we learn from today's episode, folks? We learned that everybody's cried at least once, and everyone, we also, everybody's laughed at least twice. We also have learned that uh, 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 the Motorola Razor was the superior phone. Uh, yeah. We should Isn't all there, like, bring like, a that new razor? <sighs> yeah, and I want it really bad. It's like a touchscreen, but also a flip phone. Yeah, I want it really bad. We learned that self-washing underwear is every kid's dream. Is it? Which is not, which is every boy's dream because boys don't know how to fucking wash themselves. Uh, we learned that <clears throat> Rosalina's dad has been divorced four times. Uh, we learned that apparently Rosalina is Asian. <laughs> Zaylon learned Zaylon that learned. Rosalina is Asian. He did done learn. I love that he's been watching the series with you. He, yeah, he doesn't love it, but like he, he tries to participate, but he's very much been enjoying the Nat and Alex web series he cackled oh. when he cackled when um nat was like talking about black sheep and alex like comes out of the bathroom naked well i so, love like, the support i can get lee to watch like new like more recent like films with these same actors in them or like um listening to nat and alex's more recent records and stuff like but the thing is lee can't stand children's voices like she can't even listen to like the vince giraldi christmas record she's like i'm gonna barf she can't do it she hates children's singing voices so much and there was one time it was like my mom bought me a copy of i don't want to go to school on amazon and like sent it to me because i don't have it and i was like oh my god i gotta listen to this and i put it on and she was like babe i'm sorry i can't enjoy this with you but children's singing voices literally feel like a cheese grater on my head and I was like okay 
but what if it slaps ass? I don't know. We haven't gotten that far yet. She hasn't realized that it smacks ass. Sometimes, like yesterday, I was just, I was like blasting NBB and I was like vibing. I don't know. Some days it just like really hits. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I will never show Angelo their music because that's just like, I don't need to do that. It's completely novelty at the time. And it's just like, it's completely like my thing. I think that um, there are some MVB songs that like have really withstood the test of time. However, I think that there are some that have not withstood the test of time. Alien clones. And yeah, like those songs. I think Nat and Alex's music, like the Nat and Alex Wolf music, way slaps ass. Uh, I can only really get if if their music wasn't better than the Naked Brothers band music, that would be an issue. That would be an issue. (laughs) I can only, but the thing is, I'm never going to show that music to Angelo. I'm really only going to. We actually just had a conversation about the Kill Team the other day. Uh, He, I told him that I liked it because personally, I liked it. Um, It's not the best fucking, you know indictment of the u.s military movie out there i mean like that's why we have the hurt locker anyway which he showed me but he bought it and he buys every movie like he wants to own physical media and he's like yeah the kill team i really didn't like it and it's the only one that i would ever think about just getting rid of and i was like then give it to me bitch but he let he enjoyed watching hereditary um he didn't realize he didn't fucking realize until about half like over halfway through the movie it was the scene where like alex uh alex wolf of the naked brothers band (laughs) the scene where peter first goes into the attic and i paused it to go pee and you know how amazon has the x-ray thing from imdb at the bottom of the corner yeah and it said you know alex wolf and he's like where have i seen this name before and i'm like uh doy it's like one of the loves of my life (laughs) And then, one of the people I've devoted my entire life's work to. <laughs> and then the fucking scene where everybody's fucking naked came around. And he's like, oh, this is the precursor, precursor to the Naked Brothers band. Naked Brothers band. He did not say that. <laughs> yeah, no, he said Naked Brothers band reunion confirmed with this image. Oh my god. Well, let's let's end this heckin' podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Unhinged Sisters podcast. My name Thanks is for Natalie. Listening to, my name is I'm, the Green Boxers. I'm um <laughs> I'm Thomas B. Creations. Great. Asa, dude. Thanks for tuning in. Yay. E. Bye. Bye. Bye.